Hello, hello, happy Friday! Now before we dive into today's fantasy fiction episode, I want to let you know about something fun and exciting coming your way on August 23rd. A live writing workshop! We're going to be learning all about story structure, but we're not just going to be learning, we're going to be doing. So come ready to work, ready to put some structure to your story. I'll have more details for you next week. In the meantime, go ahead and get yourself on the workshop list, which is linked for you in the show notes. And now for Fantasy Fiction Friday. I've got chapter 32 of The Dragon Collector coming your way today. Now here we are in the middle of the story. And in the middle of the story, you want to pummel your characters with problems. So today, Javen gets Pummeled with some more problems. And the problems that come Javen's way today are found in a history book. It's Fantasy Fiction Friday! That means it's time for an escape break with author DK Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author DK Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic. Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 32. The Prophecy. Back in the house, Hannah tasked Ravier and Hamilton with making breakfast while she and Astor sat at the table on either side of Javen. Your grandfather should have told you about this the minute he learned you could communicate with dragons, Hannah said. She had retrieved a black book that looked to be a good thousand pages thick from her room and placed it on the table in front of Javen. Sometimes that man can be infuriatingly dense. Javen brushed the dust off the black leather cover and read the title, The Complete History of Xanderdor, Volume 1. He felt like he had been transported back to high school and been given his history textbook for the year. He cringed at the idea of having to read, discuss, and take tests on the content within the book. He had never been much of a history buff and had no desire to become one now. Please tell me I don't have to start reading from page one, Javen said. You shouldn't have to read anything at all. Ravier stomped out of the kitchen area and over to the other side of the table so that he was staring down Aster as he spoke. We are wasting time. The boy needs to be training so he's ready for the battles that come with dragon collecting, not reading the ranting of some ancient Exian who left to Xandador thousands of years ago when he didn't agree with the political decisions of the Xandadorians. Vicar was a wise and respected man with a unique gift from God that enabled him to see and foretell future events, Aster said. If we train Javen by ignoring the prophecy, we are sentencing him to failure. I'm not a fan of failure and would prefer to avoid it by not ignoring the prophecy. Javen resisted the childish urge to stick his tongue out at Ravier. Instead, he opened the book and started rifling through the pages. At what point in history does this Vicar dude appear and make his eerie predictions? After the first king died, Hannah said, motioning for Ravier to get back to the kitchen. Once he grudgingly acquiesced, she took control of the book and flipped pages as she continued. After the first king died, the people disagreed how to determine who should lead them and how they should deal with the dragons. Hey, Javen said, I remember Ravier telling me about that and how the different bloodlines had different plans for the dragons. Good, Aster said. Did he also tell you about the albinos? Yeah, they were the smart people who moved up north into caves, right? Yes. Vicar was the oldest and wisest among them. Before he left, he made a prediction. His prophecy is something that every collector, destroyer, hunter, and protector knows by heart. It's recorded right here. Hannah had found the right page and slid the book back over to Javen. He smoothed the pages out and began reading aloud. The war between the bloodlines will divide the nation and cause the people to scatter. Many kings will rise to power, but one who masters the dragons and their scales will remain on the throne for centuries. 
He will rule with a cruel hand, suppress the will of the people, and seek to annihilate all dragons but his own. If his power remains unchecked, he will expand his rule to the world beyond the portal. Gaining control of that world and its resources will allow him to reign for a thousand more years, bringing death and destruction to those who dare defy him. All hope is not lost. A young collector whose eyes shine like emeralds and whose ears can hear the thoughts of any dragon will enter the competition in the final months of a battle for the year throne. He will be the only one capable of dethroning the king and must collect all four stalkers by sunset on the final day of the battle year. If he succeeds, however, collecting the four stalkers will not be enough to defeat the king. The dethroned king will use his dragons and loyal subjects to wage a war unlike any Xandador has ever seen. The collector must therefore unite the four opposing bloodlines, for only the united front of the four bloodlines, led by the young collector, will be strong enough to win a war against this most powerful of men. If such a war is fought, the outcome thereof will determine the fate of the dragons once and for all. As he read the final sentence, Javen's tongue turned to sandpaper while his palms turned to liquid. He scanned the words again and again. Could a second-string JV quarterback from a tiny town in Montana really be the hero in a prophecy about a boy, dragons, and a king? He did have eyes that shone like emeralds. He could hear the thoughts of dragons. And he did want to dethrone the evil Omri more than he wanted to be the starting quarterback on the varsity football team. After spending those few precious seconds on Mertzer's back, during which he had never felt more alive or more sure of his purpose, he was certain he was up to the task of collecting the Dragonstalkers. But was he capable of uniting the bloodlines? Waging a war? Leading an army? Look at him, Ravier said, having marched back over to the table. He's in shock. I told you he didn't need to know about the prophecy. Now he's going to want to run back to Earth without even trying to collect any stalkers. No, Javen said. You're wrong. He slammed the book shut and stood, squaring his eyes with Ravier's. I'm not going anywhere except back to the training room. You're going to teach me how to use the stalker swords and stun balls. Hamilton's going to teach me how to fight. And Aster is going to teach me everything I need to know about dragons, Xandador, and the Dark King. Javen pushed back from the table. Then I'm going to go collect me some dragons. He wasn't going to focus on the war that would follow. Such thoughts were irrelevant if he had no stalkers in his collection and no mother by his side to help him become the leader he needed to be. Javen walked to the door, determination growing with each step. He expected the trio of men to be following him when he looked back, but they all remained planted in the places he had just left them. Well, are you going to help me or not? No one moved. They just kept staring, the same dumbfounded look on all their faces. If Javen didn't exit forcefully and immediately, his newfound confidence might crumble before he ever got out the door. Fine, I'll just go practice on my own while you boys sit and stare at each other. He slammed the door behind him and walked on wobbly knees toward the training room. He was going to find a way to live up to the hype of that prophetic collector, one way or another. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.